0: Welcome to the P2E Cast sponsored by playtoearn.net with Copper Pitch and K Street. Your one-stop shop for crypto gaming news and everything you need to know about play to earn. Uh joining me today, K Street, my co-host. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, great. Happy to be here, happy to be doing this.
0: Yeah, this is exciting. So this is our first episode of the podcast, so we're going to kind of break down to you guys what we're going to be doing. Um, every single week, we'll be bringing you new episodes, talk about all the hottest games, all the new news, any content that we're enjoying and what we're playing, what we're doing. Uh, I'm Copper Pitch. I make content on YouTube, Twitch, and other places on the internet. I've been playing Play to Earn games for, I actually joined Gods Unchained uh, four years ago. And so I've been playing Play to Earn stuff since. 2018 when i bought a bunch of nfts for a game that didn't exist yet what about uk street when did you start what's your what's your story what's your origin story
1: i'm k street and i consume all of copper pitch's content online (laughs) um i got into gods unchained uh, probably about a year ago uh had been in crypto for a while started in 2017 um you know watched all of my fat stacks collapse in 2018 (sighs) Uh, which was tough, but uh, didn't tap out, so held through, and but didn't get into gaming until a, about a year ago. Um, Gods Unchained, okay. a big one. Also some other random ones, you know, Lost Relics, uh, mm. odds and ends here and there. Um, but yeah, really excited about a bunch of games coming out.
0: Yeah, there's a ton of stuff coming out uh, that just looks absolutely amazing. I made a I made a YouTube video the other day with the top five and and I have to say that Illuvium like the overworld for Illuvium looks absolutely unbelievable like triple a quality like the graphics look insane I think they put a trailer out for the overworld after I did my video so it was like specific for the overworld and it looks I mean it looks unbelievable
1: yeah it, it really is exciting I um I'm excited to see that kind of quality coming to to blockchain games because <laughs> yes. We we haven't had it in the past.
0: Yes, that is definitely true. There's a, there's a couple games similar like you know uh, Ember Sword and Guild of Guardians kind of all in like that RPG kind of wheelhouse that that all look pretty nice. Yeah. And uh yeah, for, for the last couple years it's been uh Pickens. Yeah, that's that's a very nice way to say that. Thank you. <laughs> It's not what I was going (laughs) to say. But yeah, it's, it's not been great. And I think it's led to a lot of people really disliking NFTs. There's a lot of hatred out there. And so I think that's one thing too, in in this episode that I'd like to touch on is just, if you're new to the space, like why you shouldn't hate it, why you shouldn't run for the hills, why everything's not a scam.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm, yeah, like, that's, like there's been so many kind of just cookie cutter, cut and paste, um, you know, quote unquote, I can't even say games like they're quote unquote games. They're more like click farms and that kind of thing. And I got into a big fight with somebody on Reddit the other day, uh, Storybook Brawl, which I've been enjoying quite a yeah. bit. It's such a good game. Uh, but apparently they're going to be bringing crypto to their game. They were bought out by FTX and so i i went on reddit and i made a post that said you know just hey you guys don't have to be afraid there's a lot of people that review bombed the game on steam when when they said they were switching to uh, you know to have crypto in the game and uh so the game had like a really really low review when i went to download it and i didn't know why until i read the reviews and they were all all the negative reviews were how dare you add scam crypto to this game and stuff like that so i tried to make a post and and tell the people it, they're not all like that. There are a few games out there, not many, but there are some, and, and some people just did not want to hear it at all.
1: So, Copper Pitch, I have a confession. Uh oh. I saw that post. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And I saw the flames you were taking. Ha, I, ha. I just couldn't jump in there to help you. I was like, this is just too hot. <laughs> this <is> too hot. <laughs>
0: oh no. It's, I, it's... I totally <laughs> left
1: you hanging. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: This podcast is over. I'm out of here. I can't even believe it.
1: It was but brutal.
0: I, <laughs> it was brutal. It was really sad. I, I honestly, I deleted Reddit after that. I was just yeah. like, I can't even. I can't even. Like, what is the point? These people just don't want to listen. Like, it's like talking to a wall. Like, and they I, just did not want to hear it.
1: And I will say, I, I'm someone who um thought Board Apes was a scam. Like, I, I'm not. Mm. Vind- into the pfp like nfts like i get it same you know for five ten bucks or something if it looks cool great but like thousands of dollars and stuff <laughs> I, I just complete rip but the yep. thing is like nfts in gaming just really fits um yeah it does and, like, the, the first time like you know i don't even remember which game it was but uh splinterlands or something like that and it's like oh wait a minute yeah actually for a collectible uh collectible card game this makes total sense I think, I think there's real value
0: there, yeah, for sure. I mean,, like I tried a few other games, and yeah, I just like even the games that like not not the scam games, but like just a few games like that I didn't quite enjoy myself personally, like Splinterlands, like I still saw the value. and I was like, I, I almost bought into Splinterlands despite the fact that it wasn't a game for me personally just because there's not there's not much out there. Um, that was one of the things I said on the Reddit thread was like, you know like for valid get ga- like for like legitimate games like you know they're not gonna like be uh you know pay to win and like they're gonna try and you know do things legitimate and i got flamed for that like like every game yeah. is is a scam and i'm like what well, well, i'm talking about valid like legitimate games which i believe there's probably like five like at this point like there's not you could probably count on one hand like actual legitimate play to earn games that, like, are out and have, like, good ecosystems that are, like, fully operable. Like, even Gods Unchained barely fits into that category because they're still still waiting for their daily play to earn to show up and staking and stuff like that. But, like, they're getting there. And and so uh, games that are actually legitimate are far and few between, but there's definitely a lot of stuff coming soon. And even more things just coming online in general, like... One of the games recently that we were both playing is Vi Worlds, and like, I streamed that game, and I had a blast. Yep. It was just fun. It's just, yeah, it just it felt was, fun to play.
1: It's a great game. You did it on your stream, and uh, I don't know, was it like 20 or 30 of us on your stream just jumped in and knocking each other off of stuff? And it, <laughs> For people who don't know, Vi Worlds is like a um, Fall Guys type of game, um, and it's just like a party game, and it was a lot of fun. And was... it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt that they've, uh, you know, paid me like, or I've won a hundred IMX like doing their challenges and stuff. So,
0: yeah, that's amazing that you could just like go into their Discord and then they like, they have like, uh, what do they call them? Let's plays or whatever. And like yep. every other day or so, and they just give away like a hundred to two hundred IMX. Yep. I won, I think, twenty IMX from that.
1: Yeah, so they they do the they do the raffle. They do um, a couple of prizes if you come in first, like, like on a. Um you know on a race map or something but it's just yeah it's just a lot of fun
0: you said 20 to 30 though and that was offensive it was 49 people
1: (laughs) yeah it was i think actually didn't we break the server
0: we did we broke the server we broke the record for how many there's only supposed to be 16 per uh (laughs) per uh, yeah. yeah and then since then like i'm really impressed with them because since that day, like they put out another update. Like, that new did you see the new graphic update? Like, it oh, looks yeah. it, it so really much better. Oh my god,
1: to be honest, I almost wrote the game off the first time I saw it because it just you know, it I agree, but I you know, stuck with it. The, the core was there, it was fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're they're working on like they've obviously delivered the new graphics, which look great. They're working on like shooter mode and all kinds mm. of stuff, so I think it could be a lot of fun
0: yeah yeah i i agree with the almost writing it off the first time i saw it like i was like i mean the graphics are kind of not great but like it seems fun and it was a lot of fun when we played it with you know 49 people um but yeah once they did the graphic overhaul it was just like oh my god yeah now this game is like this could actually like legitimately be like a very very top Tier quality game, like it's it looks so good, and like they're very quick quick with the updates. They constantly are like you know posting like or they have a roadmap that like looks pretty awesome and
1: and the thing yeah. about Vi Worlds for people who are uh, you know and I get the fear the the worry the concern with play to win, um, but Vi Worlds is a great example of a blockchain game with no play to win elements, right? Like the the NFT that you minted just makes your avatar look different, right? Like it yeah. gives you no in game advantage. But what's really cool is you can build a level that everyone else plays in, and that level kicks back royalties, or at least that's in the plans, is if lots of people like the level you built and they play it, um, you get some kickback, uh, which is I mean amazing. It's a lot better than you get from most other games that you play. And there's no yeah. in game advantage, so there's no play to win.
0: Yeah, I like that. And uh like the the fact that like I think that's how most quote unquote legitimate, as I was trying to explain in the Reddit thread, uh, games should work is that the vast majority of the in-game items will be cosmetic. Um, Like I tried to explain for Storybook Brawl, I said like, hey, you you know, you could make, they have like borders around like the the player avatars and currently they're only for people who pay, but they're not NFTs. And I'm like, you can make those into NFTs. You could have really cool borders. Like those are purely cosmetic. They wouldn't affect the gameplay whatsoever. Uh, I was like, oh, you, you could change like the some of the cards. You can make the card art have parallax if you like, you know, purchase like, you know, the parallax whatever NFTs of the cards. Like, there's we're so many things.
1: A, we're gonna have a drinking game, Copper Pitch, and every time you say parallax in the pod, we're gonna all have to drink.
0: Everyone's gonna get so wasted. <laughs> it's irresponsible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I no, love I totally parallax.
1: I totally get what you're saying. It, it makes total sense.
0: Yeah, and it's like if we could just have more games with with uh, cosmetic like if you look at um, like Fall Guys was one they have in game skins you can buy for like I think ten to twenty bucks uh, like Fortnite has you know skins you can buy for twenty bucks um, there's yeah. just so many games it's just I that's say, all it is.
1: You and I are probably both too old to have like been in the the Fortnite in its heyday. I mean, maybe maybe you caught it but
0: uh oh i did
1: oh good good
0: season three was when i first started <laughs> nice. i've got the umbrella to prove it
1: excellent but like for me as an old fuddy-duddy man looking back at the kids dropping all that money for just Ugh. skins and stuff it's it's wild to me so yeah i mean yeah. The people will do it
0: yeah oh they did i mean like i played and uh there was some people that i played with like i met some friends through there and uh like so we'd party up like all the time and one of them would buy every single skin that came out and he, he like wouldn't even consider how much money he was spending on the game. It was just like, yeah, it was 10 bucks. So what? And I'm like, but you do this every single week. And then finally, like one day, I don't know if I forget why, I don't know if his wife yelled at him or something, or uh, it might've been his mom. I don't remember how old this guy was that I was playing with, but (laughs) someone yelled at him, I think for spending too much money. And, uh, he went through and looked through his his collection and realized he had spent like over like 1300 and i was like oh my god dude that is so painful and i refused i never spent a single penny on the game ever not even once like you can earn some like coins just from some v bucks just from playing and i earned enough to get the the battle pass and once i had the battle pass with the battle pass you can earn enough to buy the next battle pass as long as you play the whole time so for like a year or two, however long I played Fortnite for, uh, I, I never spent a single penny and I only earned what I earned through the game and played it completely free to play. And it's honestly because I if they weren't NFTs. Like if they were, then I probably would have purchased a bunch because I would have owned them and now i don't i don't play fortnite so i could have dumped them all i would have been like all right i'm not i'm not playing the game anymore i'm just going to sell these
1: i was just going to say the great news is for your uh, 9 year old friend that you made um he could <laughs> sell back all of his skins if it was a group <laughs>
0: that's that is so true and that is the biggest point that i don't understand how people don't seem to grasp that concept of like like i mean i must have posted it 10 times in that reddit thread like what is the big point? Why Why would we want to have NFTs? And I'm like, because you then own the NFTs and when you're done, you can sell them. Like Storybook Brawl, which I love, they sell a $200 or something, like it's 100 plus dollars for like this gem package where you get like, uh, I, again, there's no NFTs yet. So like everything you're buying is just like, like the old school in-app purchase gems and you unlock a border that you can't sell. It's just, dead as soon as you buy it it's stuck in your account and that's it like game over you've spent 200 bucks and now you have i mean once you're done with the game nothing to show for it i who in their right mind would not jump at the opportunity to say oh yeah like i could like the only difference is it's the same but i could sell this when i'm done with it like yes (laughs) who would say no to that i went with the five
1: dollar option (laughs) <laughs> so I, I but yeah mm. it, it was like a 100 dollar option in there or something and people pay it. Um it's crazy. But yeah, Storybook uh book Brawl, great game. I am terrible at it. Um <laughs> But yeah, I'm really excited to see how they how they work it in there because all right, you know I paid 5 bucks to support the devs. People do that. Um I have done that for a long time like throwing a little bit of money at people. Um but if I had thrown $5 at like some kind of pack or something and opened it. And when I was done, I'd sell it to somebody else for two bucks. All right. Yeah. You know, wrecked, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's better than right now.
0: Right. Right. Even if it's like, oh, you could sell it, turn around, and sell for two bucks, you spent five. It's like, well, right now you spend five and you turn around and sell it for zero. So it's like, what, why would you be mad about this proposition? Like, it seems. I like,
1: I like your GameStop analogy about, you know, turning in used games. Mm. It, it makes a yeah. lot of sense, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're done with the game. You turn it in, you get some money back. Like that's, and yeah, you didn't get the full value back, but you, you, you recovered some of the value and now you can use that. Like when I was a kid, man, that's all I did was GameStop. I'd turn in, I'd wait till they had like a promotion where, you know, turn in three games, get an extra 20 bucks or whatever. And for like a full year, I would buy like one game in the beginning of the year. And for like a full year, I'd somehow be able to just like turn in a ton of games use that money to buy a bunch of more new games and then just repeat the cycle
1: collect coke cans to turn in for nickels
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I never did that (laughs) somehow i would take advantage of their promotions and it was just like i'd always get free stuff so like the fact that like they're now entering the nft space is like super exciting for me and probably most people are generation who uh grew up you know going to gamestop and you know it'll be interesting to see if gamestop like continues that type of like could there be games the full game itself is an nft and when you're done you could sell the nft on the open market and the cool thing about that to me is you could then have royalties on that nft that go to the publisher of the game instead of gamestop taking the whole cut you could actually say like oh okay i purchased the last of us and now Naughty Dog's gonna get forty percent of the royalties when I go to resell this NFT of the game The Last of Us. And like, yeah, it's a big cut. And again, I'm just spitballing. But like, what, like whatever the cut is, it's kind of fair because the publisher is now gonna actually get their cut of the secondary market, which they never did before. And people who are done with their game can sell their game. Like, like, like it should be like when back in my day, you could sell your <laughs> games.
1: Back when we walked to school uphill both ways,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: No, that makes total sense. I uh, I don't know the mechanics of how that works, um, but if it can if it can be made to work, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if it's not like you know exactly like that, it's just I just think there's there's a billion possibilities of how they could do it. You know, it's just like this like the sky's the limit. It's truly they could do whatever they want, and they're GameStop, so they have like you know the player recognition you know hopefully that'll bring players in one of the things that the the reddit thread kind of attacked me about was well why not just use steam's um like they already have like a marketplace which is an interesting argument like it's not a it's not one of the crazy invalid arguments of people who are just yelling like <laughs> yeah. this is a scam so it was like at least like a thoughtful argument right like why not just use steam's in-game marketplace where people can already like earn cards through games and then they can sell them and stuff like that and i I think like there's a number of reasons like that of course it's centralized so if steam ever goes down or whatever you can't use their market two that would mean every single person and company in the entire world would have to use steam Mm -hmm. which obviously that's not feasible like if you want to build a game that's on playstation or you know third part whatever like you don't want to just use steam and you'd have to like build your integrations all for steam or if you want to build your own store because that was another thing was like why not just have your own in-game database like and then just have everything centralized within your company which is also valid right you can buy and sell magic the gathering online they have tickets and stuff and you can it's basically like the dawn of NFTs, where you can purchase the stuff and sell the stuff, um, kind of like NFTs, except it's all in their centralized database and tickets are kind of like their token. But the big thing is that if you went that way, every single company would have to build their own <laughs> databases, platforms, marketplaces, storefront-like they'd have to do all of the work, every single company. Whereas if you just use something that exists, like IMX. Uh, they could just integrate with that. Yep. And they literally wouldn't have to build a database. They wouldn't have to manage the database. They wouldn't have to maintain the security on that database. They wouldn't have to worry about payment methods for that database. Like there's know. just, yeah, there's so many, so many reasons I think why, uh, and beyond the obvious reasons that a lot of people in the crypto world would we would, you know, remiss if I didn't mention things like, well, it's more decentralized. I was actually going to come in with that. (laughs) My background is all,
1: it's crypto, it's Ethereum, it's Bitcoin, it's it's that kind of thing. And like, if, if I'm looking to create like a world reserve currency, I need maximum decentralization. If I'm looking to play a video game, I don't. right? Right, right. Like with God's Unchained, okay, these NFTs that you and I buy, um, there may not be they may not be worthless if you know if God's unchained a rolled up shop but they'd be pretty close to worthless right right, so right it's not like we need this to be fully decentralized it's more of a of a new way of interacting with developers and revenue sharing and things like that so um, in this space um, I am okay with a little less decentralization mainly because I'm not uh, I'm not. Investing my, my retirement or anything in here, I, you know, I don't have like, you know, the 20-year plan like <laughs> I do for Bitcoin. So um, I'm okay with a little less security um, as long as I get these these benefits of playing fun games and, and revenue sharing and, you know, all the things that we just talked about.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think it needs the full-on, you know, weight of the, the decentralization world to be like, <laughs> yeah. this is the only way video games can possibly work. But yeah, it's, it's definitely, I, I still think it's valid to say like, well, yeah, no, if, if Steam, if you, if you put it on Steam and Steam goes down, you can't buy anything. If you put it on, you know, whatever centralized platform, if they go down you know, just for like a day or whatever, yeah, so Solana, <laughs> oh, that's that's something different. But uh, yeah, if PayPal goes down for a day or whatever, or if they decide to block your transactions, you know, that's another big thing in the decentralized world is, it's still a valid argument i don't think it comes into play as much but something like gods unchained where they had that the, well magic the gathering had the whole pyong or what was it uh Blit, blitz chung i believe it was blitz chung where uh you know some player spoke out and said you know free taiwan or whatever and uh-huh. they basically banned him for oh, i was from hearthstone sorry those i think are, i said those, magic those the hearthstone. Blizzard thing. hearthstone yep. yeah 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 Yeah. and so like they banned him from their game and like imagine how much money he had spent on cards that he can't Transfer out of his "quote unquote" wallet. He didn't have a wallet. It was Hearthstone, so like he just lost everything. And so it's like I think that's also a valid argument that people kind of just say like you know like they kind of brushed that one off in the Reddit thread as well. And it was like I I get that that's maybe not the strongest argument, but I still think it's very valid. It would it would feel horrible if you spent tens of thousands of hours and dollars on you know Hearthstone cards or any games cards. Uh, and then all of a sudden you just got banned. Like that, mm-hmm. you, yeah, can't, I mean, you can't recover any value.
1: Crypto is still, I mean, we've been saying this since 2016 and the real OGs were saying it in 2013, but crypto is still pretty early. And I think it's going to be a lot easier to convert uh, crypto enthusiasts to see the light in gaming than it's going to be to convert the gaming into seeing the crypto. Um, mm. But I think as the crypto market gets bigger and more and more people recognize the value I mean, personally, I think crypto and gaming is just a a perfect match.
0: Yeah, the utility, I think, is what people don't get, and it was like trying to explain to these people was like, "Look, there's the difference between like a profile pick and a game NFT is one actually has utility, and and some profile picks, to be fair, do have you know some utility, but for the vast vast majority of like ninety nine percent, they don't. They're just cool pictures and some some of the art is great and whatever and some of the art is just crap but like the difference between you know what you could if you want to argue a, a profile pic thing is a ponzi which i really wouldn't argue it exactly as a ponzi but i could see why some people would think that yeah. um but like the, the difference is there's utility and i think the the utility thing we need one killer app to really drive that point home and once we have that one killer app which, you know, it could be something that people are working on right now. It could be something that doesn't come out for 10 years. (laughs) Hopefully it comes out soon. Um, But there are, you know, if it's Alluvium, if it's Steppen, if it's, you know, if it's any number of things that we we need something to penetrate into the mainstream. And once they, you know, utilize it themselves, I think they'll finally understand.
1: Yep. I also like that at least it seems to be a growing trend that, that games are, crypto games are letting you get in for free, right? Like one of the main reasons that I didn't uh, really start playing Splinterlands was because it was like, oh, hey, you know, 10 bucks uh, to get started. And it's weird because in my mind, like, you know, I pay $50 or 60 bucks for a game, but something about paying 10 bucks to get into a crypto game and you don't know if it's going to be pay to win. I don't know. There was a, there was a mental block. But right. like with Gods Unchained, you just install it you get some really terrible starter decks um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but pretty quickly you know you, you get some cards for free you you know there's there's cards for pennies online right um, uh, you know Metropolis origins I think I've picked up you know 30 cards for less than a dollar or something like that and
0: yeah know, they, they have free decks as well:
1: oh yeah that's right you're right they do have free decks now so yeah you can just get in and get started and see if you like it and start earning.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think I think that is going to be the big trend is you kind of need to have that that free to free to play and also like a play to earn aspect. And I do think that having some type of NFT within those games that kind of triggers, you know, I I think the way that Splinterlands works, but I I never did it. Was that $10 thing you're talking about kind of enables you to earn, but I think you could play for free without paying the 10 bucks. Uh, okay. So like yeah, so maybe there could be some, you know, some type of thing that a mechanism that, you know, you can play for free, you can earn money, maybe you earn more money if you, you know, buy the NFTs or whatever the case may be, or if you just play long enough or however it might work. But yeah, I think free to play is definitely going to be very important because, I mean, like you said, like, there, like Axie Infinity was one of the biggest, if not the biggest game, and maybe even still is by some metrics. Um, but I, when I wanted to play it, it was, you know, at the height of its popularity, everyone was talking about it. It was like, I think it was $1,800 to buy three potatoes.
1: <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you yeah. I was like, there's just literally no, no chance that I'm, I'm going to do this. And then someone, someone offered me a, a scholarship and, uh, they were like, yeah, you get 50%. And I'm like, don't you know who I am? I'm copper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, we're talking minimum 60-40 here, buddy.
0: Yeah. I was like, if I'm going to play for a petty a day, like I at least want 60% of that penny. <laughs> so and I right just now, never I never did it.
1: That's true. I mean, you and I are so active on Hive now that we've, we've actually got the Hive. I could go back and, and get that book or whatever and give it a shot. And now mm. that I'm sure Splinterland has crashed like everything else, we could probably buy something. But uh, anyway...
0: Yeah, I know everything. Everything is kind of crashing, and it's a little, it's a, it's a tough time to be starting a play to earn podcast. I'll there tell you that much. But I wanted to. Make oh, go sure, ahead.
1: So we're, I know we're coming up on our thirty minutes here, but um, I don't know if you wanted to talk about the IMX staking that's coming out at all. I know you got a YouTube vid, so I don't want you to do any spoilers, but <laughs> kind of be excited about, right?
0: Yeah. So IMX is finally, 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 after years of. <laughs> Well, maybe not years. That's not fair. But at least a year of teasing us with the staking. Uh, they finally have, have released a date, and that is July 1st. So there should be more news coming on that. But I do have a video coming out with kind of all the details, whether or not it's worth it. Um, it's, hard to, it's hard to... Everyone's going to have different value propositions. And so the, the video is a little tough to kind of tell people whether or not they should buy into it or not but my ultimate I, I'll, I'll spoil it here it comes <laughs> the ultimate <laughs> conclusion is i believe everyone and this is not financial advice is everyone in the entire world but it's not financial advice but i think everyone should uh put 10 imx tokens in their staking wallet for there eternity go. there you go that's what i think
1: and, and I'll, can, I'll give you i'll give you some financial advice
0: Oh, no, don't do that. We're going to get sued.
1: <laughs> so what you <laughs> should do is go play ViWorlds, win some for free, and keep that in your staking wallet.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's actually smart. And also ViWorlds has an event going on right now where if you just play a game, I think I think you still have like another week or two. I'm not sure when it ends. Uh, but if you just play a single game after connecting your IMX wallet, you get a free NFT sticker. And they might not be worth much but you could probably sell it for like a dollar or who knows, maybe nothing if everyone does this, but <laughs> um, I did it just so I get a free NFT on know, IMX. Like,
1: holding an NFT, you know, people, uh, airdrops happen all the time. So, I mean. Very true. It, it costs you nothing to get on, play a game, connect your wallet. So, yeah, definitely.
0: Very true. Very true. But yeah, um, so that's going to do it for this episode of the p 2 E Cast which is sponsored by playtoearn.net. So big shouts to playtoearn.net. Make sure you guys check them out. They have all kinds of cool metrics on their website. We can check out all of the all of the games. You can filter them by type of game, by genre, by what blockchain they're on, by what device they come on. You can actually see the social networks, kind of a chart of like who's talking about what game right now. It's a very cool website and they sponsor this episode. So big shouts to them. Make sure you check out playtoearn.net. And K Street, until next week, um, we don't have a closing tagline. What's the closing tagline?
1: Oh, man, we're going to go, we're gonna have to go back to the lab and figure this one out.
0: <laughs> that's, that's the tagline. All right, guys, until next <laughs> week, we're going to go back to the lab and figure this one out. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Bye, guys.